You ever think to yourself, I don't really know what to do with myself with the holidays approaching. Well, today we've got you covered. I'm Chris. And I'm Katie. You're listening to Life of the Chapins podcast. Here we go. episode um sorry we missed last week there's just times in life where things just explode and you're like i don't know what to do that was one of those weekends <laughs> <laughs> we were just busy we were we were coming we we're going our heads were on backwards you know it was just one of those things and it gets to about about the time that we probably should have recorded a podcast mm-hmm. and we're like i don't know how to fit this in um, because we, I mean, we, we try our hardest to schedule our podcast from week to week at the same time. Yeah. Um, but there's certain weekends that we try to do things as a family and be good parents and do fun things with our children. Mm-hmm. And sometimes other things just don't make it. Yeah. And unfortunately, not unfortunately, but unfortunately... I think that's what you said, Yeah, unfortunately. I know, but it's not like, I don't want it to seem like we just put our podcast on the the back burner. Right. It wasn't the case. We just completely ran out of day. Mm -hmm. It got to be like 7, 8 o'clock. We're like, can we squeeze it in? But then it was like dinner time. And we're like, well, yeah, there comes a point where it's like, yeah, can we still do it and do it well? Or would it just be better to skip it? So we have to just skip it. Yeah. For your benefit. <laughs> For our listeners. No, I'm kidding. Um, no, we just, it was just too much. But here we are. And we got a pretty decent episode, I would think. Um, you are the author and creator. No, nah, I don't want to take credit for that. <laughs> just um, but really. I am a partial producer. Producer. All producer. Full producer of today's episode. I set the equipment up. You did. What does that make me? The tech. The executive director? I don't know. I don't know anything tech about. Tech girl. Tech girl. <laughs> <laughs> all right there, tech girl. Whoever hired me for that is out of their minds. Hey, you did all right. I mean, I think we everybody can hear us. Also. Um, if only if it was a, I'm, I'm talking like it's a live radio show. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, we're talking about the evolution of holiday traditions. Um. A while ago, we did an episode on holiday traditions in, in general, um, but we've decided to kind of expound on that a little bit mm-hmm. um, and calling it the evolution of holiday traditions because what we did before when we lived in New York State was what we did. Mm-hmm. Now we're living where no one's around us. We don't have family mm-hmm. and we're having to shake things up a little bit. Well, I Sorry, think, sorry family. Yeah. Um, but I it think- was just, go ahead. I think that's probably, yeah, like that's an example um, of how holidays change. But I think is for, for us, for everybody, you know, we all go through different seasons of life, you know, seasons where you're 
married or you're single. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that. Like to have kids. The holidays look different All for that. each people, and we yeah. have some different topics that we've been talking about. But we decided for this episode, or yeah, we decided that uh, we would talk about the evolution of traditions just in case other people are in the same boat as us. Maybe they've moved across the country or... You know, uh, whatever it may be. Or like, yeah, just got married, whatever. something changed. Yeah. Something changed that your holiday traditions are, are going to be changing. It's not all bad. It's not all like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? Yeah. Um, th- there's, there's ways to make the most of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to mess with my phone here because he's trying to go to sleep. Um, so I have, I, I, jo- I jotted down a few things, um, but we're, we're starting with, um, some of the things that we're going to be doing this year. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow, we're recording here on uh, Sunday afternoon. Tomorrow's Halloween. Um, this year looks different right off the get-go. For us, Halloween looks different. Yeah. We've never really put uh, much time and effort into Halloween. Mm-hmm. We have homeschool kids. It's not like they're going to a school parade or anything like that. Yeah. I personally don't love the holiday. Mm-hmm. It's never one that I've been really jazzed about. I, I mean, when I was a kid, maybe, but. You got candy and yeah, you got to dress up. Yeah. 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 Um, so I never really, you know, got too excited about it. But mm-hmm. um, this year we figured since we're in a new neighborhood and it's a big neighborhood that um, that we would uh, kind of have the kids do some uh, trick-or-treating. Yeah. I... Before in New York, we did not live in a neighborhood. We've said this before, I think. We yeah. we lived on a dark street. R- rural street. No it was around. rural, but lots of cars zip down that street at like 50, 50 mile miles an hour. an hour. Or more. Yeah. And it just was never like an ideal trick-or-treating, yeah. bike riding And we could have brought them to other neighborhoods and things, but it was just one of those things that we just made the most of. What we had. Yeah, what we had, right. So what we usually did, um, we had a tradition that like on Halloween night was when we would paint our pumpkins, we would watch Hocus Pocus, we would do like Halloween things, Mm -hmm. but we would stay home. Right, right. And that's kind of like what it looked like for us. And we've been doing a variation of that up until tomorrow yeah we've done a couple like Halloween movies and Mm -hmm. um which I won't mention or review or anything like that yeah um but yeah and I think you know sometimes I want Halloween backlash (laughs) Halloween backlash I think sometimes it feels weird to to do something different than what the rest of culture does it does. Um, and you mentioned before that our kids are homeschooled. And I think in a way that probably has helped, the, has helped the cause a little bit in the sense of like. We, they're not exposed to everything. They're not like, well, everyone else is doing this and we're doing this. Yeah. Like they don't really. I mean, they do know about trick or treating. They know people go trick or treating. Yeah. They've asked about it in the past, but we've just kind of explained like this is what our family tradition is. And yeah. we've always had a good time. Right. Um, but. Yeah, this year we do live in a neighborhood that's appropriate for trick-or-treating. Our kids have met neighborhood friends. They really, really wanted to dress up and go trick-or-treating. Yeah. So we decided 
we'll go for it. Yeah. Try it out. Yep. So and so there's nothing wrong with yeah whatever you choose to do. Yeah. You know. Right. Right. It's just well, you know. Make a choice and embrace it. Right. And next year might come around and we're like, uh, no trick yeah. or treating this year. <laughs> we'll do something different. <laughs> yeah. Halloween? What Halloween? Let's go on a Disney cruise instead. There you go. Um. All right. So, so that's Halloween. I, I, bro- I broke it up into three categories for this first part here. Um, the second one being Thanksgiving, because that's in the United States. Um, we have our Thanksgiving coming up. Mm-hmm. I know Canada's is different for any of our Canadian listeners. Um, but here in the States, Thanksgiving is coming up. Um, and uh, this year, we would typically go to other families because mm-hmm. it's just what we did. Um, we usually go to my mom's house. your mom's and, uh, I would help cook and stuff like that. But this year, because we've moved down into North Carolina, um, I'll be doing the cooking for our immediate family. I'll be your yes. sous chef. Oh, thank you. Um, I do have, I do have a menu already planned out. I do mm-hmm. like, I do enjoy cooking. Mm-hmm. So this will be fun. And I, I, it's solo cooking, so I don't have anyone like. You know, I don't, I'm not fighting over position in the in the uh, <laughs> on the stove or the island or anything like that. It's like I'm just in my zone and I get to do it, and uh, yep. everyone gets to enjoy afterwards. Hopefully, everyone enjoys. Mm-hmm. We got some picky eaters in our family. I'll but enjoy it. <laughs> I'll just cook for you. Yeah. Um, so that's what our Thanksgiving looks like this year. Yeah. Um, a little different. A little disappointing in some ways, but also exciting in another way. Because yeah. I nice enjoy shaking it up every now and then. Yeah. Um, but uh, it'll be nice. And then maybe next year, I think we have some family coming down for Thanksgiving next year. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be exciting. Um, and then uh, Christmas, fast forward to Christmas. This year, my parents are coming down and mm-hmm. my sister's coming down. Yep. So... They're actually flying in Christmas morning. Yeah. As soon as they heard that we were moving, I think they had flights booked for Christmas like yeah. a couple weeks later. Yeah, they had their Airbnb set. Yeah. They had Christmas set. <laughs> they were like, okay. And they, they were, we're already coming. figuring out how to ship all the gifts to our house. Yeah. Um, it's funny, which is, it's exciting. I think that'll be fun for everybody and they'll get to experience a North Carolina Christmas. It'll be their first and our first at the same time. Yeah. Because we haven't been here a full year yet. Nope. Not um, even close. So that'll be fun. And I'll uh, try and come up with another Christmas meal to prepare for everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that'll be, it'll be cool. Um, so, with, with um, I guess, with some of these tra- traditions and things like that, um, you, you have to have grace for yourself. Mm-hmm. And you have to have grace for others because everyone is going through something so to just be kind to one another and be kind to yourself. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's different areas that we all, you know, excel in or, you know, we don't have to be everything all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we, don't, we don't have to, like, host and be a good cook and volunteer for the PTO and, you know, you don't have to do everything and, and have brownies ready for the bake sale. And mm-hmm. you, you don't have to do it all because yeah. there's no one out there that's watching you saying oh, she didn't she didn't volunteer for that. Yeah. Or he didn't do that. There's no one out there taking taking tally of what you're doing. Right. So just do what. You know, 
what you can do mm-hmm. with what you have yeah. at the time that you have to do it yeah, and just enjoy it. Because if you're trying to measure up to the next person mm-hmm. or whatever it may be, you're just going to get burnt out and you're just going to feel disappointed. Yeah. And I think the other thing too is um, being able to feel like you can talk about the holidays, maybe first like with your immediate family or your spouse. Yeah. Um, because as our family has grown over the years, I know that there has been tension points in the sense of it becomes more physically demanding and challenging for us to, to get places and yeah. to make sure that we're seeing all the loved ones that we want to see and do all the things that we want to do. Mm. And, you know, when you've got family or friends expecting you somewhere, um, you don't yeah. want to let anyone down. Right. So there's all those things that you're contending with. But at the same time, like you don't want to overwork yourself or mm-hmm. overstress yourself so much that you're missing the whole purpose of the holiday and right. that you're um, not enjoying what's in front of you. So I know that um, we've had to have conversations about like, how can we make this a little bit more practical for us? Right. Because dragging all seven of us to three different destinations in one day and loading the van up with all sorts of stuff, and then yeah. getting home late, and then I was, you know, working in healthcare. It was just a lot, mm-hmm. and so we had to we had to finagle and shift some things, right. and and then talk to our families, talk to our friends, and say like, let's we, tr- we let's try let's that. try this this year. <laughs> yeah. What if we go Would here on right? this day? Yeah. What if we go here on this day and mm-hmm. here on this day? Right. Um. And you know, I would encourage you to think about those things if you're in a season where something has changed or or whatever is to to not be afraid to have conversations early on Mm -hmm. with your spouse or with your immediate family just to make it more you know doable and enjoyable for everyone right right and and i i would say don't be afraid to communicate those frustrations either yeah. You know, sometimes we, we tend to bottle things up because we're sure. like, I, I don't want to upset my mother because, you know, she was counting on us being there. Yeah. But like, talk to her. Yeah. She wants you to be happy just as much as she wants to be happy. Yeah. So talk to her and say, hey, listen, you know, I'm, I'm really struggling with this. I don't think we're going to make it this year. Can we do it a different day? Yeah. You know, and if you have that conversation, of course, there's going to be disappointment, but at least you had the conversation and at least you're heading in the right direction versus like you know, beating yourself up over it. Yeah. And I mean, I've talked to, um, I had an, an old coworker that said that she grew up like with her dad being, I think he was in the military. They moved around a lot. Mm-hmm. So she's like, our family became used to not celebrating holidays on the actual holiday. Mm-hmm. And, but we could make any day special Yeah, if it was Christmas to us or right. it was whatever, birthday to us or whatever you're celebrating it doesn't have to be it's all in what you make it it's all in what you make it yeah Yeah. so she's like that was like a lesson i learned early on and Mm -hmm. i carry with me it's not about the day it's about the time you have with your family and making whatever day that is special yeah yeah and i guess leading to this next uh piece to our our podcast here um the holidays can't or holidays aren't always 
sunshine or rainbow. Some some of us mm-hmm. really go through some tough times during the holidays. Yeah. Um, whether it be a loss of a loved one or, you know, w- whatever the case may be. So I just touched on a couple of topics on this episode um, that I, I, jot down, I jotted down a few notes on mm-hmm. the topics. The first one being grief. Um, I didn't want to start with this one because this one's a, a tougher one. Yeah. But we have experienced loss in and around the holidays. Mm-hmm. And it's it's not easy. Um, there's a lot that has to go down and or there's a lot that has to that you contend with. Yeah. That you're emotionally. Yeah. Or physically or whatever it may be. Yeah. There's a lot go that, you know, you have to work through. Right. Um, so I, I just, and these aren't like my tips. I just kind of like some of them are mine. Some of them I've found in articles as I was like studying and, and kind of jotting notes about this, this today's episode. Um, so have a little bit of grace for me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the first area of grief or first, uh, I guess I would say helpful tip. Mm-hmm. for grief would be to set realistic expectations for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, don't, like we were saying earlier, don't do more than you're capable of. Yeah. And have grace for yourself. You're like, you know, I just don't feel like doing anything this year. Then don't. Yeah. Just, you know, do what you can and just set realistic expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the second one would be to surround yourself with people who love and support you. Um, I think that one's huge. Yeah. Um, and then I, there's people that I know that have gone through some things and they are still grieving. And that's something that I personally pray for mm-hmm. is that they would continue to surround themselves with people that love them. Yeah. Because they may have lost a loved one, but there's others that are around them that still love them. Yep. Um, the next one, uh, despite temptation to just, uh, try not to try to avoid just canceling everything. Yeah. You know, I, I mentioned that before, if you don't feel like doing anything, just do something, surround yourself with people that make you smile mm-hmm. and just do something small. Don't just be like, you know, I'm, I'm not doing any of it. I'm just going to stay home by myself and I'm just going to watch, you know, something on the television. Yeah. I, um, I've heard, I don't remember who I've heard it from, but, um, people that have, lost a loved one or really are contending with grief. Um, Something that has been helpful to them is to do something like if you lost a spouse, um, rather than trying to make the holiday exactly how it was when that person was here, they try to do something that's just a little bit different. That's like their own thing. Yeah. So that they can still like honor and celebrate, mm-hmm. but also it just has like a a different take on different it, flavor like on a different flavor on it. Different, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if that would be helpful or not. Yeah, um, you know, yeah. yeah, for sure. I've I've not personally been in that situation, right? Um, but you know, we've we have lost lost loved ones that we that we grieve a little extra on the holidays. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just something that I heard that I thought was a cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the next uh, helpful tip would be to um, allow yourself to feel joy 
feel sadness, anger, allow yourself to grieve. Just go through the emotions. Don't fight any one in particular. Yeah. Just let them all, let it all out. Yeah. Get it all out and just keep pressing forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, the last tip for the, the grief section of this would be to draw comfort from doing, uh, d- doing things for others. Mm-hmm. So I think the more that you can just be be active and just kind of like serve others and, you know, like, hey, would it be all right if I just made some uh, Christmas cookies for your family? Yeah. You know, just to get, like occupy your time and do something that you're serving others and you, it makes you feel good because you like baking cookies mm-hmm. and you just bring them over to the family. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think there's that, lots of volunteer opportunities, especially yeah, sure. around the holidays. Yeah, yeah. Even um, if you just wanted to like pick up some extra hours at Target just to keep yeah. yourself busy or something, there's um, just there's other things that just to kind of keep your mind going and uh, kind of keep yourself busy. Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's there's a lot of um, grief share groups out there that could be valuable. There's a lot of you know, I I'm somebody that journals. So like you were saying, allow yourself to feel all those emotions. Yeah. Maybe you write them down. Pen to paper. Just, yeah. yeah. Um, that might be a good way to do it. Yep. A good outlet. Mm-hmm. Um, all those sorts of things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the next area during the holidays, not just Christmas, it could be all the holidays coming up. Um, I think that we all tend to feel a little bit on the stressed side for different reasons. Mm-hmm. But I think for stress in itself, not yeah. like stress because you know, you're having to buy gifts. It's just in general. Um, If you're feeling stress during the holidays, um, it it might be helpful to talk to a friend or a family member about your concerns. Um, You could reach out with a text message or you can call or even like a FaceTime chat, like a video chat of sorts. Yeah. Um, Volunteering your time or doing something to help others is also a good way to lift your spirits. And that could also broaden your friendships. Maybe, you know, you're volunteering at a soup kitchen and, you know, you, you meet somebody there that's in a similar situation as you and you hit it off and you, you become, you know, good friends in the future. Who knows? Um, but I think that it, the more you can kind of just let go of your, your own stress and your own worries and just kind of like put your needs, you know, aside and serve others. Yeah. I think that's a good way to kind of uh, forget about some of the things that you're um, stressed about. Um, So the next area, and this one's kind of like a a bigger area because unfortunately um, we do see this a lot. Um, And this is like a, uh, I'm calling it like uh, broken homes during the holidays, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be divorce or, you know, just everybody's not together for some way, for some reason. Yeah. Um, they, the holidays, uh, not only do they look completely different after, you know, a divorce or, or you know, things like that, they look li- completely different from one family to another. Like every, yeah. no every two families are the same. Right. Yeah. They, it all looks different. Some are cordial with one another. Some are not. Yeah. Um, so this is just like a, a general, you know, blanket statement type of thing. And I'm no professional. I'm not a counselor. Yeah. So these are just some things that I compile just to, 
if it helps one person out there to think, oh, that's that's a good point. Let me let me try that. Yeah, um, that sort of thing. Um, so, um, so like I was saying, like every family looks different. So maybe remarriage is a part of the picture. Maybe it isn't. Maybe they're step siblings or half siblings. Maybe their kids are preschoolers or elementary age, or maybe they've traveled back from college. Um, you know, during college break, um, maybe everyone gets along, maybe they don't. Um, so some things to kind of move forward if this event should happen would be, um, be in the, be in the same room as your ex whenever possible. Cause then I feel like sitting down and putting your anger aside for a few hours so your kids can, like see, you know, we are a family no matter what. And I think that's the, the biggest thing is like if if we all see each other as a as a family, as a unit, it just, you know, we can settle our differences for, mm-hmm. for just like a few hours while while we do this, that kind of a thing. Right. Um you had also put um a tip that they had was to keep siblings together. Because your sibling is the only person in the world whose family picture is the same as yours. Yeah. Like, so you can relate, siblings can relate to one another in that way. Yeah. If they've gone through, you know, their parents. Yeah, they're both in the same boat. Their parents got divorced. They're both in the same boat. Right. Um, Or however many (laughs) siblings there are, they're in the same boat. Right. Um, Right. So keeping them together can help them yeah. get through that. Yeah. Yeah. And keep sure. them united. Yeah. Um, and then this one is related to Christmas, but um, don't be afraid to be the one to celebrate Christmas in January. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, different families look different. And sometimes our family, even though, it, you know, everybody is together and yeah, sometimes we have to celebrate on an off day. Mm-hmm. You know, we get through Christmas and then like January one hits and we're like, Hey, let's celebrate Christmas again. Mm-hmm. The kids love it. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, they're, they have three sets of grandparents. So there has been, you know, yeah, that's, I mean, that's kind of like what I was saying too in the beginning, like we've had to separate out we, cause we can't get to everybody all in one day. We've had to separate out like when we see, different family members. And so, yeah, there's been times where we've had to do Christmas in January with part of our family. Right. Um, And yeah, the kids are always like Christmas again, you know, it's very exciting. Um, But it's, it's one of those things like do what makes sense for you in the season of life that you're in. Mm -hmm. Like if you are in a position where you can all be cordial and be in the same room, like you were saying, um, just for a couple of hours to have the kids and the family all in one place. That's amazing. Yeah. And, um, I would, I think that's probably like best case scenario, mm-hmm. but if you're not in that position and you do have to have separate holidays, yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to be the person that sacrifices Christmas day Yeah. or whatever the major holiday is that you celebrate. Um, but if you can be the one to volunteer to take the, yeah, the January Christmas or the yeah. off shift or whatever <laughs> right, you want right. to call it. And um, that's exactly what my next point was going to be yeah. is like, 
sometimes you just need to be that parent that says, you know what, they can go with, you know, our the other half this Christmas. Yeah, I'll make sacrifices. We can do it when they get back to me. Yeah, because there are situations we're blessed that all of our family gets together. Yeah, if we just rented a lodge somewhere and everybody got together, I think it'd be fun. Yeah. Um, but and we, I do realize that not all families are, you know, peaceful like when they get together, yeah. yep. you know? So I think like what you were saying, just being that bigger parent and saying, you know what, let's just, whatever makes the kids most happy. Let's, let's just do that. Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Um, and then, so you, you, you have to kind of make room for traditions to carry on between your child and their parent. Yeah. It just make whatever you can do to kind of, and this could be Thanksgiving or Christmas. It there's some crossover. Yeah, so it, you know. And obviously, like we were, we realize that especially if there's been divorce or something, mm-hmm. there's court orders and there's different things. Like we, yeah. we we fully know that there's barriers. Yeah. Right. Um, and like you said before, like this is just a blanket statement right. based on things that, that you research that right. might be just helpful hints. <laughs> right. Um, right. but, uh, it's like, yeah, making the most with what you have. Yeah. And that, if, if, if I were to say that would be the statement for all of this, yeah. making the most with what you what have, you have. Yeah. um, so the the next category would be if you if you have like little to no finances for the holidays, and I know that this could be tough. Um, so what I did was I put together a list of um, very cheap or free things to activities to kind of get your get you started, get your mind going. Like, oh, I wonder if that'd be fun to do with the kids, or you know, whatever. Yeah kids that you are in charge of <laughs> um obviously one would be de- decorating christmas tree if you're uh if you do that sort of thing um or just decorating in general however it may be maybe you celebrate hanukkah or whatever yeah um just decorating for holidays um playing holiday charades um you could be a host of a gift exchange um, they don't always have to be expensive gifts. We do this game. Well, we did this game with, um, the white elephant, the, game. the white elephant game yeah. with our family. We'd all get together and we'd all bring like a $5 gift. I think it was like $10, but you uh, could do whatever yeah. you want. It, you can pick the dollar amount. <laughs> you can find stuff for five bucks. Yeah. And it's just fun the game because they're all just cheap gifts that are just funny to see people open. Yeah. But like, what am I going to do with a spatula? Yeah. You know, like. It's just funny because then you can exchange the gifts with others. So if if that's a game that you want to try to play, um, it is it is fun and funny to to do yep. to watch people just open a spatula and be like, oh shoot, yeah, you know, what am I gonna do with this? I mean, could I'll use the spatula but anyway. Um, the next one would be watch Christmas movies. You know, there's there's plenty of them out there. Um, the next one would be um, this is something I used to do as a kid. I think you used to do it too. Um, just and I've done it with our kids. Yeah. You just lay under the Christmas tree and then you could just talk or, but it's, I, there's something weird about it. I, I enjoy doing it with our kids. It's something you get like a completely different perspective of the tree yeah. laying under it. And like Walking ours, out. we have an artificial tree, so you can see mostly through the center of it. It's just kind of neat to just 
lay under it and look up through it and mm-hmm. you could like sing Christmas carols or our kids just shove toys in there. Yeah, they, yeah, they do. Um, or play dodgeball with the Christmas ornaments. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, the next one would be have a holiday dance party. There you go. Um, you could kiss under the mistletoe. That's my favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, spend time with family. You could build a blanket fort, which I, we've done with the kids from time to time. Um, you could read Christmas stories. Have a family game night. You could get together and, you know, wear matching Christmas pajamas. That's something we started a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Every year we do matching Christmas pajamas. Um, put some Christmas music on. It's free. You could set maybe set up a nativity scene. And again, these are all like Christmas ideas. Yeah. But these could be, you know, you can make them your own. Um, and then the last one would be just... Make something up. Yeah. Create a whole new Christmas tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, you know, like we talked about the white elephant game or. Yeah. We, I kind of want to try that one where you yeah, wrap up a present yeah. and it's got like a bunch of layers of wrapping paper around it and everybody has to, you like roll the dice and then you've got the oven mitts on yeah. and you have to try to like open like yeah. another layer Mm-hmm. Until like the time or, or until the next person rolls a double or something, yeah. and then you pass it on. Yeah, yeah, it does look fun. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that could be another tradition. I want to try it. I think I just yell the whole time. Sounds <laughs> stressful and fun at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um. So like we mentioned earlier, um, if you've heard nothing else, just make the most of what you have, <clears throat> and just and just roll with that. Mm-hmm. And don't fall into a comparison trap. We all get into this like social media, you know, uh, comparison trap where like, oh, their tree is prettier than mine or their, the presents next to the tree are stacked up higher than mine or whatever it may be. Let's, let's normalize just having fun with our family versus like who has the bigger present pile next to the tree. That and just no two families are alike. Therefore, no two traditions are going to be alike right um so you don't have to do the same thing that everybody else is doing mm-hmm. if it doesn't make sense for your family do it a different way yeah and sometimes it can feel hard to be okay with that and sometimes it can be hard to explain it to the kids because they're like well my friends are doing it this way why yeah. are we doing it this way right but i feel like if you have those conversations and you have them early you can make it your own mm-hmm. and everyone has a good time in the end. Right. Right. Yeah. And be thankful for what you do have instead of what you don't have. Yeah. Um, that sort of thing. So I guess in a nutshell, that's all we've got for today. Yep. Um, so we just appreciate everybody joining this week. If you haven't subscribed, go ahead and do so. I think you can do it on all of the podcast platforms. Yeah. And it should alert you when we have a new episode out. Um, and we just hope everybody has an awesome week. Yeah. And uh, as always, we love you. And there's nothing you can do about it. <laughs>